0: Is time time I wearing wearing one me. Empathy Museum presents a mile in my shoes.
1: <laughs>
0: These shoes are a sort of brogue. They're a mid-height heel. They're made of black leather, and they have a black leather tassel on the front, which is embellished with a sort of gold ring. They're from June. And they're a European size 37, and they look in relatively new but worn condition. These shoes belong to Claire. This is her story. Public health really
1: is about social justice and reducing health inequalities. So it's about enabling young people, adults, the elderly, the vulnerable to live happy, fulfilling, healthy lives. And that's why I really like it. My name's Claire Mulrennan. I work in public health in Waltham Forest, which is in the northeast corner of London. And my focus is health in schools. So I support schools in creating healthier school environments. One thing I really like about public health is that actually often the most effective things are the most simple as well. So one thing we're doing in schools at the moment is something called the Daily Mile. So we're encouraging all pupils, within primary school this is, to run or walk a mile a day. Maybe a decade ago this job would have been done by a team of about 12 people. So I'm essentially working across 88 schools, supporting them in putting interventions in place and also getting the basics right, so that's making sure that they're teaching students about things like peer pressure and substance misuse. So many of our health behaviours and attitudes are shaped in childhood and adolescence. So, actually, if we can intervene early, then we can have a huge impact across somebody's life. So, the reason why I got into public health is probably at least in part because of my family background. Both my parents do something that I would say betters the world in in many senses. So my mum works as a research scientist for the British Heart Foundation, but actually beyond that, I would say that in her day-to-day life, she'll go above and beyond to help people in crisis, be that friends or family. My dad, on the other hand, as I was growing up, was branch secretary for a trade union. So not only did he represent people in court, he also at the same time um, stood in two general elections while I was younger. He wasn't elected, it was two very minority, kind of left-wing parties, but I think his reason for doing that was a sense of social justice and he'd often draft me and my sister in when we were younger to do various canvassing around the place. So I guess this job was my small way of trying to improve the lives of vulnerable people and I'm also lucky because it combines that belief in social justice with also my academic interests in health. Another bit of work that we're doing is around oral health. So one of my schools at the moment is organising an oral health week. Oral health is a huge problem nationally. For under fives, tooth decay is actually the number one reason for admissions to hospital. So one of my schools is doing things like they've linked up with a local dentist practice and they're coming in and fluoridating the kids' teeth. They've done lots of baseline data, so this is one way that we look at impact as well, and that's revealed that actually, one, a lot of the children aren't registered with a dentist or have not visited in the last year. Two, a large number of them are also saying that they don't brush their teeth twice a day. So what we're hoping is that actually at the end of this intervention, we'll have far greater registrations. We're also involving parents in that because... Any good health promotion work with young people should involve parents and obviously it will be the parents that register their kids. And also we're hoping to see an increase in the number of kids reporting that they're brushing their teeth twice a day. I would say that public health is not appreciated enough across the wider sector, although I'm sure I'm a little bit biased in, in saying that. I think there's a miss understanding of what public health is sometimes. But actually, public health is a huge field. Part of it is about healthcare planning, so it's not all prevention. So public health is responsible for commissioning things like mental health services within the borough, which are obviously hugely important. I think people also have kind of perceptions around this nanny state. So we see that in the media a lot, where people get up in arms about interventions around wearing seat belts or smoke-free environments, when actually those things do have a huge impact on health longer term. One good example is in the area of sexual health. So actually there was a huge drive to put much more investment in sexual health for young people about a decade ago, and actually we've seen a huge decrease in levels of teenage pregnancy and The evidence suggests that a lot of that is due to this increased investment. And we know that with sexual health, I think the figure is that for every £1 you spend, you save £10 in the long run. It's not always politically popular because you will only see an impact much later down the line. I think as well, from a personal perspective, you can't do work around health without reflecting on your own health and well-being so be that your mental or your physical health so actually being in this field I have to reflect on my own well-being and I think you know from a selfish perspective actually that has a positive impact on my life uh, so at the moment I'm training for a triathlon an Olympic triathlon <laughs> so lots of swimming biking and running although not as much as I should be doing So just a few years ago, public health used to sit within primary care trusts, which was part of the NHS. They've now moved into local authority. We are experiencing levels of cuts in the same way that local authority services are. It does present opportunities in terms of looking at how to do things differently, but actually I do find it challenging when I'm expecting teachers to do certain pieces of work, and actually there's very few resources that I can draw on to support them. So one of the things that I've really felt privileged to see is a lot of the work in action, basically. So one of my schools recently won a competition called Beat the Street. So this was run across a number of East London boroughs It was promoting active travel, so different institutions could sign up, so different schools, and every pupil would get a card, electronic cards, which would register as they tapped the box. So as they walked around the borough, they would tap these boxes and it would register how far they'd walked. They were competing against schools from Newham and from other boroughs across East London, and actually they won overall talking to the teachers about this and the huge impact that they saw they said that there'd been a complete cultural shift in the attitudes of those pupils so actually now they're willing to walk miles and I think that's really inspiring to see and from that bit of work they actually partnered with an Islamic school in Newham and they decided to organise this charity walk in the Olympic Park so I was really lucky to be invited along to that and that was a really inspiring day in many ways you know it was about health and well-being but actually about social cohesion this was a um, catholic school so links between catholic and islamic school as well and i thought being able to go along and see things like that is a real privilege a lot of my role is supporting the schools but actually getting to go out and see the pupils getting involved that's what really excites me
0: Claire's story was produced by Rachel Simpson. Her Shoes are part of a growing collection of footwear hosted by the Empathy Museum's A Mile in My Shoes exhibition. The The shoes and stories come from all over the world. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram to find out where we are going next.